You're listening to the Conversations Podcast, brought to you by Cypress Creek Church. He will take us through things and help us to look at things from our past that we may need healing from, but His glory is our rear guard. We don't have to worry about the enemy coming from behind. We're moving forward. Welcome to the Conversations Podcast. I'm Taylor. We are continuing our Incorruptible Love series. We've got just two weeks left, and today we're going to be talking about incorruptible strength. I'm joined by two special guests and friends. First, we have Lead Pastor Jose Abroa with us. Jose, thanks for being here. Good to be here. Hey, great to have you. And we're joined by the one, the only, the amazing prayer pastor, (laughs) prayer pastor, pastor Rhonda Patterson. Rhonda, thanks for being here. It's great to be here. It is amazing to have you. Okay, so Jose, I'd love to give you the first word on this great message you brought, talking about this passage in Ephesians 6. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're looking at the penultimate part of the series, and he transitions quite strongly from submission talking about submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ in uh, Ephesians 5.21. And then we looked at marriage, parenting, and the workplace. And now he's saying, finally, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And so uh, looking at the armor of God, and I, I just think it's really cool that Paul is ending on a strong note. And he's also saying, um, we are to submit to one another in our relationships. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we need to submit to the Lord in uh, his strength. And part of that is um, putting on the armor, being prepared for spiritual battle. So yeah, that's that's what I really enjoy digging into and I'm excited to have a conversation about yeah, that. Yeah, I love that you picked up on, I, I think for those who grew up in the church, you're like, oh, the armor of God. I've heard that before. And like some of us can maybe try to remember all of them. Uh, but I love how there's so much focus you you brought to both the passage right, or the verses right before the list and then after the list. And just, I think even just going through it in the series in right. this order helps see how uh, it's not just mm-hmm. kind of a Sunday school list you memorize, but there really is a context here as far as that strength. And then you unpacking these kind of three problems that we'll get into today, just looking at uh, each one and seeing how the armor plays a crucial part, but just right. even our posture in general is mm-hmm. is so key. Yeah, I'm going to do that this week uh, again, because next week, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about friendship. That's how Paul... Uh, ends the letter, uh, sending Tychicus or Tychicus um, <laughs> to to the church in Ephesus to share and encourage uh, the body. But you got to look at Scripture almost like in concentric circles. So you have the the verse that you're looking at. Then you got to look above. What are the verses around that mm-hmm. one verse saying? And then you got to look at the paragraph or the chapter. You got to look at the book. You got to look where the book is at in mm-hmm. in the whole canon of the Word in the uh, of the Bible. So all of those things inform what God wants us. To, to read from this text. So yeah, it's it's more than just stand and be firm because we just talked about submitting to one another. So it's not just only offensive, it is submission. And then again, ultimately, we're, we're submitting to God's strength and, and asking Him to be our uh, strength, source of strength. We'll jump into some specifics, but Ron, I'd love to bring you in just early on to get your thoughts on this. I'm sure a familiar passage yeah, to you, but just absolutely. would love to hear your thoughts. I, I even, oh, I told Tyler uh, that... During the message, I even thought, I wonder if I'll be asked to come join in on the podcast because I loved the message, loved the topic, and um, and I love where you know it's placed because submission takes strength. Mm-hmm. It really does, and so he's saying, finally, this is how you do it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so it's 
it's exciting. So, yeah, that's yeah. so good. So just right away, we'll jump into the first one here. The first problem that we often face is we're fighting on our own strength and versus kind of just this idea of being strong on the Lord's own strength and power. Just this concept of independence, I know for me personally, is definitely something that is relevant uh, more often than I like to think. And just uh, there's so much that we could unpack here. But I'd love to kind of first maybe ask both of y'all in your own lives, how do you maybe what are some warning signs or what are ways in which you can kind of begin to tell whether you're doing something on your own strength and doing something on God's strength? Yeah, when I start getting tired and weary and uh, maybe grumpy, bitter, <laughs> uh, th- those are good warning signs that I'm not mm-hmm. being refreshed by the Lord, that I'm not resting in Him and that I'm not really depending on His strength because He says that His burden, His yoke is easy and His burden is light. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give mm-hmm. you rest. So that's the that's that's where I get, that's where we all get our source of strength is, yeah. is from the Lord. So yeah, when I start, <laughs> um, you know, you guys can see it because you're around me sometimes. When you start seeing the, the the tense <laughs> and the uh, Jose, that that's 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 the mm-hmm. warning sign to go back to spending time with Jesus and allowing me to receive from Him. Yeah, yeah, we're created in His image, and so we're kind of we're created to problem solve. We're created yeah, to figure right. things out and do right. things, and so there's always that tension in between. There's always that temptation to do that ourselves. We mm-hmm. we can just be led down that path without even realizing it of problem solving and, you know, just taking care of life. But God wants to be right in with us on the easy stuff, the hard stuff, just partnering with us in it. And I'm just like you. Um, that's my red flag is when I find myself wearing out or becoming apathetic or uh, even frustrated or whatever, then I know, wait a minute, have I really invited God into this and to refresh me and renew my strength? So Yeah, yeah, I think that's so spot on. I think even just in verse 11, it talks about kind of the second point about being ready for spiritual battle and warfare because Mm -hmm. I feel like what we just talked about so much is almost like a reactionary kind of component to this, I guess, take it as it comes, but we're also called to be proactive in our approach as far as suiting up this whole idea, this concept of armor we have to put on. And yet one of the key problems I know again that I face myself is just being unprepared for spiritual battle. Uh, Both of y'all know this so well. Jose, I loved one of the things you mentioned was just don't be deceived by our superficial culture because on one hand, we don't want to over-spiritualize and make things sound spooky when they're not. But at the same time, this is a reality that I think Mm -hmm. so much of our, not just culture, but I think just living in life is like you just don't think about it a lot of this stuff. So what what is so significant about just kind of this spiritual realm and then what are ways that maybe someone can practically prepare for spiritual battle? <laughs> Being aware that it's spiritual mm-hmm. is, is the, the number one thing. So I know we'll talk about that in the third problem, recognizing that we're not fighting in, against people, mm-hmm. but against spiritual forces. Um, but I, I also think this this sense of being proactive for me is is really important. Today, this morning, um, I have my Tuesday morning community group and, and Tom shared something really cool. He was saying that this armor uh, protects our vulnerable you know, place. So the breastplate protects your heart. The helmet of salvation pr- protects your mind. And, mm-hmm. and so recognizing our neediness, our, our need for God's protection in all, at all times, mm-hmm. not just when we find ourselves in the thick of it. Um, sometimes I feel like we we go at, we go into battle with candlesticks and, and a flashlight, you know, when what we, uh, or, or candlesticks and a pitchfork, uh, <laughs> when we, when we are given all of these dangerous weapons to use and, and also this armor to protect uh, 
So yeah, I think for me, it's important to recognize um, that there is a battle, that it's spiritual, and, um, and then leaning on God's armor and not, not just my own. Mm. That's okay. I I spent a lot of my Christian mm-hmm. life not knowing that there was a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. I believed in Jesus, loved the Lord, but I did life just by my own strength and trying to make decisions the best I could and really not understanding that there was an enemy coming against me. I don't know how I missed it, <laughs> you know, but I did. And so it was actually exciting to me when I grabbed a hold of, wait a minute, there's there are spiritual forces that come against me, my family, and being aware of that, not blaming everything on that, but yeah. just knowing that that's there uh, was, was a relief. It was uh, empowering to know there is a way uh, to do that battle. Um, but yeah, it was recognizing it was eye opening for me. So that, yeah, that's good. I'm just thinking in my own boat at times. I feel like something. I, I feel like it can seem so overwhelming, though. It's like mm-hmm. this, this almost like this magical world that I, it's a little scary, <laughs> and I don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. So without getting into a whole mm-hmm. course and a whole, I mean, we could spend so much time unpacking the spiritual mm-hmm. realm. But but what does that kind of look like? And again, what is how do y'all, I'm just thinking of even, even a newer believer that's just maybe thinks that that seems spooky, kind of what are ways in which y'all live in light of that? Or what are some ways in which you've seen, I mean, I'm sure prayer is a key component in that as far as just being more aware of it. But I just mm-hmm. wondered y'all's thoughts on, on that. Yeah, yeah, in a few weeks, we're gonna celebrate Easter when mm-hmm. Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead and he defeated death once and for all. So uh, the victory is won. Uh, that, that's probably the most important thing to remember. It is. Um, because when we go into battle, we can, we can also be deceived that the enemy is really bigger than mm-hmm. he really is. Mm-hmm. We can look at a trial, we can look at, at, at an attack and, and make it a big deal. And that's actually what the enemy wants us to do. The enemy wants us to feed his ego mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, be intimidated and threatened when Jesus, I mean, he was pretty straight up in his ministry when it came to spiritual forces and and demonic influence. He spoke to them, but they also knew Jesus. <laughs> they they know the power of Jesus, mm-hmm. and so when we are un, in in Christ and under the authority of Jesus, um, there's nothing to fear. We we have uh, been fully covered by by the blood of Christ. I think that's it. Remembering the authority that we have because of Him yeah. um, is is everything. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. That's so mm-hmm. good. Okay, here, this third part here, just seeing people, uh, well, really the, the kind of problem is typically that we think the struggle is against people and not against the spiritual forces of evil. Mm-hmm. And I know that I don't need, I don't think I need to ask y'all's uh, practical examples on this. I think that's something we can all relate mm-hmm. to, just um, seeing conflict against an individual or even a group of people. Jose, I liked how you even just clarified that, that it's not just maybe one person, but a group of people. And there's so much there that builds up mm-hmm. either bitterness or resentment all that kind of stuff. So I think one just right away is practically when it comes to, you know, times of conflict, what are ways in which y'all have just practically been able to really reorient your mind to think about the spiritual forces? And then what does that actually practically look like? Like, <laughs> like does that actually change the way you talk, the way that you act? I mean, like, like just, you know, just kind of thinking about it more practically in a day-to-day basis. Okay. <laughs> For me, it's not even so much... Um, 
giving a lot of thought to the forces of darkness that maybe are speaking through an individual or a group. It's if I, if I am staying focused on the person of Jesus and who I am in him and and what he the benefits that he gives me through his armor, then I look at that person through his eyes, through his perspective. And I gain more of an eternal perspective. I think about like when Jesus looked out over the crowd and he had compassion on them. And so I can have compassion on someone that's maybe treating me poorly and think, I wonder what their day's been like or what's going on in their life and look at them from a place of compassion rather than, wait a minute, you know. So that helps me, just if knowing who I am in Him and standing in that. That's right on. That's yeah, right on, Rhonda, yeah. because I, I, I think too often when, when we see the person as the problem, we are looking at them through temporary mm-hmm. glasses and we're actually on the enemy's team. Right. That's what the enemy wants to do. Mm-hmm. The enemy wants to confuse us into thinking that we're against one another when mm-hmm. we're not. We're against him. We're we're against our sinful nature. Uh, we're, we're, we're against uh, this pattern of this world that exists all around us, brokenness. Mm-hmm. That's what we're against. And Jesus is for us. And so when we know that, then we can be four people that are in a harassed position or mm-hmm. helpless position. Mm-hmm. That's Those are the two words, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus looked at the crowds and he saw that they were like sheep without a shepherd, that's helpless right. and harassed. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the enemy loves to bother and, and to try to create conflict and division. Um, but when we have that eternal perspective, um, we can be an agent of change in their lives, Thanks to Jesus and and what what he's what he's done for us, um, yeah. I, I think this is one of the this is one of the big ones for our mm-hmm. for our culture mm-hmm. right now because there is so much division, and it's mm-hmm. so easy to look at someone and say, well, they disagree with the way I think or the way I live, and so therefore they are against me. And uh, another important thing that we can do is we can lean in, we can move in, we can actually have a conversation with those people. And, and when you have a conversation with those people, you know, that, that's one of those, like with those people, no, there, there aren't those people, it's just people. So have a conversation with that person that's yeah. just like you in need of Jesus, and they may not be aware of their need for Christ, mm-hmm. but, but you can show them agape love and condition, un, unconditional love and just show up Ask them questions. How say how how are you? So many times it diffuses it right away. I would, I would it really does. Compa- with compassion. Of the time. Yeah. 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 Jesus initiated with us, mm-hmm. so we can be we can mm-hmm. be those that initiate with others. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm just thinking that eternal mindset with Jesus. Uh, something you mentioned, Jose, was just the idea that the truth that He's already won. You went back and looked at the garden and just even Genesis mm-hmm. three from the beginning and how we know that this. You know, despite I feel like right now it's easy to look on the news and say, okay, there's a lot of turmoil. There's a lot of like wrestling back and forth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of battle or war in of itself. And so whether it's personal or just global, um, but just that simple truth that Jesus has already won the war and already won the battle. Mm-hmm. What what does that look like as far as um, again, I think of that as a simple truth that, you know, you hear it's at church or you hear, yeah. oh yeah, like that. But yet mm-hmm. when you're in the thick of a conflict with someone or you're having a, a hard day in a certain circumstance, it can be hard to feel like there's a lot of victory going mm-hmm. on uh, around you. So what are ways that y'all have just in your own life been able to cling to that truth or even just remind yourself of that truth when everything around you seems to just suggest that mm-hmm. there's there's no victory going on <laughs> around here? I don't know. For me, just... 
I think personally, if it's so important to really try not to sit on an offense, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you 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 get wounded, you get hurt by someone's words or actions, mm-hmm. and to be quick to deal with that, to let the Lord deal with it, it takes me into my next day, and that's gone. It's mm-hmm. behind me, and I can move forward with Him. But when I sit in it and, you know, just wrap that up, my right to be right around myself, then some other offense comes or some other thing happens, and it just it builds, um, which really just— blocks my communion with the Lord and my ability to hear from Him. So I think being quick to to not hold on to offenses and and have um, to maintain that soft heart um, is just vital for me. I want to read uh, 2 Corinthians 5, uh, starting in verse 16. Paul says, So from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view, which is what we just talked about. Mm -hmm. We want to have an eternal perspective, not a worldly one. Mm -hmm. But we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. So we recognize that Jesus is eternal Mm -hmm. and that his viewpoint is different than our natural viewpoint. Then in verse 17, he says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone and the new is here. We we, we know this verse. We, We are new in Christ. Then he says, All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, mm-hmm. that God was not reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he, was committed, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So, right, how often do we count people's sins against them? Mm-hmm. God doesn't do that with us. No, praise God. <laughs> and those yeah. are our sins. Yeah. That's not even spiritual forces of evil that are mm-hmm. coming against us, you know? So we're doing something that God didn't do with us. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so seeing this picture of ministry of reconciliation, that is why we're on this earth. Mm-hmm. As the body of Christ, that's our mission. Mm-hmm. We call it love God, love people, make disciples. That, that, that's, that's what we're after. That's the great commission and, and the great commandment. We want to see a people reconciled back to God. We want to see relationships reconciled. Um, and, and I use that verse in Mark 3 when Jesus said, tie up the strong man and then plunder his, plunder mm-hmm. his house. That's, that's what I meant by using that, that verse. We are to take what the enemy has taken and is not his, and we're reconciling back, we're bringing it back to, to where it belongs, and that's under the covering of, of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's messy, it's difficult, it's not easy, and it's not worldly. Mm-hmm. We're not going to learn how to do that in school. Mm-hmm. We're not going to learn that how to do that um, if if we grew up with parents who, who don't know Jesus. And, and none of those are bad things. Once we are new, a new creation in Christ, it's our uh, responsibility now mm-hmm. as as believers in Jesus to go after those uh, folks that are in broken circumstances to to win them back to Jesus. Mm. Yeah, that's so good and requires such humility because I feel like when it comes to, you know, you can, I know the story of the fall. I know the story of what happened in the garden, but it's so easy for me, just especially in conflict, for me to just totally see myself as the victim or the innocent one in this equation. And that, you know, they're the reason, they're the ones that need all the forgiveness. They're the ones that, yeah. uh, that Jesus died for. And yet I just, even that, it's very subtle, but it just turns into this prideful, just arrogance that blinds me from my own, you know, need and, and for God's grace. And so it's very hard to extend grace to others when I don't think yeah. that I need any grace for anything to begin with. Mm. And so I think totally just that reconciliation that Christ came, that I, I needed that. I needed to be saved from that. Mm. And uh, and being able to extend that to others is, is so good. 
That's really good stuff. Okay, so the last one here that we kind of cap on, you mentioned kind of the six pieces of the armor of God, and then there's this key seventh, and that is prayer. And you like how you had pray always, as in pray mm-hmm. all the time, pray for all God's people, mm-hmm. pray with all perseverance and all kinds of prayer. That's based on Ephesians 6, 18 through 20. And so who better to have at the table <laughs> yes. than Rhonda? So I think about just all of those aspects, and there's so much that we could you know, dive into mm-hmm. here. But but what is so significant? Again, you can suit up with all these six things. Talk about the mm-hmm. belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness, readiness of the gospel of peace, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit. Yeah. But without prayer, it's, yeah. it's pretty hard. So what is so significant <laughs> about that when it comes to just being prepared for spiritual warfare? Yeah, well, prayer is, is just communication with God. I mean, it's hearing from Him and it's talking to Him. So, um, I mean, that's that's... Foremost, that's the front mm-hmm. end. The armor for me, when that really um, soaked in for me, and I it began to understand it better. Uh, what I see for people, there can be sometimes a tendency to. I mean, visuals are great. I mean, they're great. You know, so we picture the armor mm-hmm. on. But um, I've also heard it. You know, at times someone say, "I forgot to." pray on my armor this morning or whatever. Well, the armor is the person of Jesus. It it is really being clothed in Him. And so for me, just really receiving that daily from Him when I get up in the morning. And so, you know, I think of it like the belt of truth. He is the truth. He's the truth, the life, and the way, you know, for us. And so, so I receive His truth you know, the breastplate of righteousness, His sinless sacrifice is my righteousness. Mm -hmm. And so I receive that. Um, I'm trying to go in order here. My feet fitted with the gospel of peace. He's my prince of peace. He brought peace to my life Mm -hmm. through His shed blood. And so then I can be that, my shoes fitted with, I can be that conduit of it for other people. Um, Going in order. (laughs) The shield of faith. You know, he's the author and finisher of my faith. And so he gives me everything I need um, to be faith-filled that day for for what he has for me. Um, The helmet of salvation. I love the helmet of salvation. That gives me the mind of Christ. I can think his thoughts. How would he approach a situation? How would he he view it? and the sword of the Spirit, the Word, He's the Word made flesh. And so wielding His Word, using Scripture, even as you guys are talking, Scriptures come to my mind. And even if you're not good at Scripture memory, that's okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really good at Scripture memory, particularly addresses. <laughs> I'll kind of know, but then I don't have the address of it. But Scriptures will come to your mind in situations, and and that's apply. That's wielding your sword is soaking in that truth of that scripture. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, that's prayer. Mm-hmm. That's receiving the person of Jesus daily in my life, filling me up for whatever He has for me that day. That's so uh, good. Okay, Jose, <laughs> top that. No, no, it is um, is so good. I'm I'm so I'm so with you. Yeah, and and not only do we put that on, but then he says extend it to other mm-hmm. people. Extend it 
on all occasions mm -hmm. with perseverance. So it's not going to be easy. You're mm -hmm. not going to want to do this all the time. I don't want to pray all the time. But when, when I'm reminded of um, his armor, who mm -hmm. he is in my life, mm -hmm. um, it definitely helps to mm -hmm. continue to stay steadfast in, mm -hmm. in prayer for others as well. And also kind of say, like yes. I was thinking up above that where it says, um, Put on the full armor so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after having done everything to stand, stand firm. Mm -hmm. So we're wearing that armor, and you picture yourself going into battle, but really, he won the battle on the cross, like mm -hmm. you said, Jose. And so we're, he just calls us to stand, wear your armor, and stand. The battle's going on, but it was already won on the cross, and we just stand in Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's a lot less tiring <laughs> for yeah. me. Well, less pressure. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And in Isaiah, he tells us the glory of the Lord is our rear guard. So we don't have to worry about our past. Mm -hmm. You know, his he's he's work we we he will take us through things and help us to look at things from our past that we may need healing from, but his glory is our rear guard. We don't have to worry about the enemy coming from behind. Yeah. We're moving forward. That's so good. That's so good. And I love, again, going back, we mentioned this at the top, but just yeah. the the context, knowing now, just even going through this series and this book of knowing the context, just talking about, especially right. those three relationships with right. marriage, parenting, mm -hmm. and the workplace. And how it, he, he puts this in there as if to be like, okay, all that's going <laughs> to fall apart. You're going to get worn out. It's not going to work if you don't have these yeah, truths. He, he, wants to, he wants to be in our lives. So he's talking about a normal life here. He's talking about supernatural mm -hmm. activity, but the whole book, it's been it's been normal. Mm -hmm. And it's speaking to us today as it did to the Ephesians 2000 years ago. So uh, yeah, thank you, Rhonda, for mm -hmm. your wisdom and your presence with us. Taylor, your questions. I'm excited to cap off the series next week. Can't wait. All right. Hey, thanks everybody for listening to the Conversations podcast. If you have any questions that you want us to answer on the podcast, you can email us conversations at cypresscreekchurch.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast. Thanks for being here again, everybody. It was awesome. That's it for this version of the podcast. We will see you guys next time. Bye.